Well, hey, folks, welcome to episode 18 of Do Not Worry. I'm your host, Anthony, coming to you once again from the heart of Beirut and Jayatewe. Uh, we got a good one for you guys tonight. It's chill. I went to the beach, y'all. I went to the beach today and yesterday. I almost didn't shoot an episode today because I just feel so, like, chilled out and mellow. You know what I mean? Like, when you spend a bunch of time in the sun, you're just completely, like, tired and exhausted. Man, do I feel it, but do I feel refreshed? It was an amazing two days. I went to the beach with my dad yesterday, just me and my dad. I haven't been to the beach with my dad, like, just alone, like, ever, I think. It was very nice. Loved spending some quality time with my father. Went with a couple of friends today. It's fucking chill, man, going on a weekday. Like, that is one of the main advantages of not having a job right now and being unemployed, is going to the goddamn beach on a weekday where it's completely empty. You don't have to see anyone. You don't have to talk to anyone. I love that shit, man. It's good. Like this video, take a second to engage. Hashtag engagement. I know some of you guys missed it last week. I brought it back. I brought it back. Uh, all of your, you know, I got a bunch of DMs actually on Instagram that says like, hey, I found your, like your videos were suggested to me or like recommended to me on YouTube. So I checked it out and I loved it. That is all because of you guys. That is because of the likes. That is because of the comments. I shit you not. I get these comments all the time. So it's working. The engagement is working. It is helping. You guys are making a huge difference. So thank you very much. Keep on doing it. Let me know what you guys think about the topics we're going to talk about today. Uh, also, subscribe to the channel. You know, become a Do Not Warrior. Uh, we are almost, almost at 3K. We are heading, heading steadfast to that beautiful, beautiful I Love You 3000 mark. Definitely, if you're not subscribed to the channel, I would tell you to subscribe because at the end of June, like early July, I'm launching a second podcast with an awesome co-host that I think you guys are definitely going to love. I teased it last week at the end of the episode, but I'm telling you guys up front right now, you're not going to want to miss this podcast, all right? It's going to be fucking awesome. Have an amazing co-host that you guys are going to love. I guarantee it, all right? You get Anthony's personal guarantee. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be different. So definitely, you do not want to miss it. Subscribe. Ring that bell. I've never asked you guys to ring the bell because I, I, I never click on the bell, to be honest with you guys. I don't like to get notifications. But if you guys want to know when my videos are uploaded, there's a bell that you can click and you can know. Uh, someone, Kareem, a friend, made a Reddit page for Do Not Worry. So if you guys are on Reddit and you want like a page where you guys can like talk and like suggest topics and stuff, it is at r slash do not warriors, warriors with an A. So check it out if you like it. It's not very like, I'm not very active on Reddit. I'm not going to lie to you guys, but I will definitely check it out if you guys are on and if you guys are like engaging and shit, I'm going to be on there and I'll read it. I'll check it out. So um, if you're into Reddit, get on there, Reddit slash do not warriors. I'm going to have the link in the description below we got some interesting topics to talk about today i really wanted to talk about this virgin uh, porn thing so there was like some porn that appeared on virgin radio lebanon's uh, facebook page so we're going to talk about that uh, i'm going to talk about how you can make some money on youtube okay my youtube channel made 69 dollars in like a little over a month i'm going to tell you guys how to get in how to get in on the action all right i know people in lebanon are fucked when it comes to money anything helps you know what i mean and if you can make a few dollars on fucking youtube why the fuck not? I'm going to tell you how I'm doing it poorly, but like, you know, I'm doing it and trying to. Uh, Matthew Perry and Ben Affleck are in this like weird controversy. Like some, some girls leaked videos that they sent each other on like this exclusive dating app for celebrities and influencers. Like Matthew Perry was talking to a 19 year old and some people find that creepy and stuff. So we're going to kind of talk about that. Lebanese Niche, it's one of the funniest pages on Instagram. We're going to talk about it. We're going to react to some of their memes. I love these guys. Uh, they're hilarious. Uh, and finally, I'm going to talk about a couple of TV shows that I watched over the past week. Uh, the animated show Invincible and the Netflix superhero show uh, Jupiter's Legacy. I'm going to kind of give them mini reviews, very quick reviews. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. 
Virgin Radio Lebanon got itself in a little bit of a controversy over the a few days ago when someone hacked into their Facebook account and posted porn on the Facebook stories. I'm not sure what the Instagram story equivalent is called on Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook in like a couple of years, but there was some porn on there. There was some Mia Khalifa. I think a couple of pictures were on there. And like Twitter went crazy. So like, here's a couple of tweets. So I'm on Facebook. WTF is going on with Virgin Radio Lebanon story. Another one. Virgin Radio Lebanon posting a photo on Facebook of Mia Khalifa doing business under the section of support local talents. Nu Hajar, Lebanese comedian Nu Hajar. Virgin Radio Lebanon, we are live on air. Literally. That one was funny. Also, one of the most common joke that everyone made, like literally I saw maybe like 30 of those tweets, was Virgin Radio Lebanon is no longer a virgin. So I don't mean to make fun of it, but like... Everyone had that fucking tweet. Like, looking at Virgin Radio Lebanon, it's not virgin anymore. Uh, but the funniest tweet, but the funniest tweet was this guy. Like, today I have been reminded of the existence of Virgin Radio Lebanon. And, yeah, that's the point. If you guys, you guys want to know what I think about this, I think it's hilarious. And I think Virgin Radio should do more of this. More porn. More porn everywhere. On your Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. And it's not necessarily because I love porn or anything, but like, like that guy said, no, who listens to the radio anymore? Not, and I'm not trying to be an asshole. I have very good friends who host radio. I got, I almost hosted a radio show once on Virgin Radio. Like the people who work there are awesome. Everyone's great. But like, I personally never listen to the radio anymore. Almost never. Even when I get in, well, A, I don't own a car, but even when I get in, in a cab, like, they're like, hey, you want to listen to the radio? I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. I put in my earbuds and I listen to, you know, whatever I want to listen to on Spotify. Like, people nowadays approach listening to music the way we approach watching TV. Like, we don't really, people our age don't really watch cable. You know what I mean? Like, we don't watch TV. We watch Netflix, YouTube. We pick what we want to watch when we want to watch it. We don't let, like, a schedule dictate when we have to watch stuff. We don't wait for a show unless it's, like, Game of Thrones or something. You know what I mean? Same applies to, to audio, whether it's music, like if there's a song I really like, I'm not going to wait for the radio to play it, you know what I mean? I'm going to fucking listen to it a hundred times on Spotify until I'm fucking sick of it. That's how it works, right? For Virgin Radio, I think this was a win, man. Like people were talking about the page, they were trending on Twitter, like it was relevant again, you know? And like, hey, who knows, maybe they faked the hacking, like maybe, you know, they were hacked and they actually did it to get some attention. Like if that's what they did, I don't think that's what they did, but if this, if that is what they did... It fucking worked, you know what I mean? And hey, my advice, double down, man. Double down on that stuff. Like, I really wanted to, to work at Virgin and host a radio show, but I was working full-time at that time, and I couldn't do both at the same time. So that was... I thought I could make both happen at the same time. But like, if if you think about it now, like, I would have probably been a very bad fit for radio because, like, you're, you're kind of limited in what you can say. You know what I mean? You're like, you can't really criticize people. You're representing Virgin as a brand. There's a lot of sponsors and ads. So, like, you got to be careful with what you say. You guys know me. I don't think I don't think radio would have been a good fit for me. So, like, overall, I, I got to say I, I am happy for Virgins for getting that moment in the sun. I think double down on, on porn. Are you ready to get hot and sexy on Porn Wednesdays on Virgin Radio? Sexy, wet, sexy, wet, hot, sweaty, sweaty, summer, hot, sex, virgin radio, sex. Folks, it's time to talk about how you, yeah, you can make money on YouTube. Now, folks, I monetized my channel on April 8th, so a little over a month ago, and my channel so far has made $69.68. So just for the 
for the sake of argument, let's just round it out to $70. I've made $70 in a month and, f and uh, four days. I, I know it's not much, okay, but I think this is kind of awesome because I've been able, the way I see it, is like to create money kind of out of nothing. Well, I mean, not out of nothing. I work hard on these videos and it takes a while to prep and to edit and all of that. So it is definitely work that goes into this. But like this money wasn't there and all of a sudden it appeared. And no one had to like give it to me. I didn't have to sign any contracts. I mean, you sign up for, for, for Google and stuff like that. But like, you know what I mean? It was, I don't have a boss really. I just fucking do this and I make videos and this money popped up. Now, again, it's only been a month and you would hope that as time goes on, I would be making more money. So I tweeted about this. I was like, hey, made 70, I made $64 at the time when I tweeted. I'm like, I'm pretty proud of that $64. And some people pointed out that that is more than minimum wage in, in Lebanon at this point. And that is true. Currently, minimum wage in Lebanon is 650,000 Lebanese liras, what used to be a little over uh, $400, like $450. But overall, uh, $70 is $875,000, which is more than minimum wage in Lebanon right now, which this just shows you how much the Lebanese lira has depreciated and how worthless it is at this point. I just So I just wanted to share this with anyone who like, if you're struggling, and if you're, you need to make money, YouTube could be a way for you to make a little bit of money. Now, I'm on this experiment where I'm going to try to live off of YouTube. I'm going to try to ramp this up. And obviously, these numbers are going to go up. You know what I mean? Like, I've just started to monetize. My channel is still relatively young. It's not even four months old. But with time, you know, the more the audience grows, the more views you get, the more shows you do, the more episodes you release. Like right now, I'm only dropping one main episode per week. Once I launch my second podcast, it's going to become two episodes a week that number is going to double. You know what I mean? And if it gets a lot more views, then it's going to more than double. So there is, there is a legitimate way for you guys to make a little bit of money off of this. But then again, it's not going to work for everyone. And not all videos are popular. Not all videos get views. And it's hard to get views because YouTube doesn't really do a very good job of pushing independent creators. They don't suggest the videos. They don't recommend them. That's why I always ask you guys to engage with the videos, to like the video, to leave a comment because it actually helps and it makes a difference. So um, you're fighting an uphill battle as an independent creator and you're competing with all these other huge YouTube channels and like YouTube constantly promotes CNN and Jimmy Fallon clips and stuff like that. It's an uphill battle. And look, I'm not, this isn't like a tutorial on how to start a YouTube channel or anything like that. If you guys want something like that, leave a comment. I might be able to, to do, to put something together where I just focus on that. But A, like, what would you guys talk about? Pick something that you like. If you like cooking, start a cooking channel. You know what I mean? If you like doing repairs around the house, you're a handyman. Start teaching people how to fix stuff around the house. Pick something that you like. It doesn't, you can do vlogs. Go, if you like hiking or stuff, go vlog and, you know, film yourself going on adventures like Jadventure, an awesome local YouTube channel. He goes out with his friends. They go to the mountains. They go skiing and stuff like that. They have, they capture these amazing adventures. You could do whatever it is you want. And you might not get huge numbers at the beginning. When I started this podcast, I was horrified. I thought it was going to get like 200 views or something. I'm shocked that the first episode got over a thousand views. I'm shocked that every episode has gotten over a thousand views. It's very hard to predict how these things are going to go and where they're going to go. But be like after you've kind of picked the genre of video you want to make, be consistent. If you're consistent, if you drop one video per week and you get your audience used to this one episode a week on the same day at the same time, trust me, it makes a difference. You build a little community. They build like a habit of waiting for your videos. I think that makes a difference. So if you do want to do that, at least be consistent and don't give up. Don't let low views because you're going to get shit views at the beginning. Okay, this isn't like, okay, my podcast started out well, but I've, I've been on YouTube before. I've tried a lot of different things and I never got a lot of views. So you got to fucking 
persevere and sometimes you're gonna most of the time people get discouraged because they get low views at the beginning and they were like why the fuck am i even doing this why am i wasting my time this is embarrassing i'm gonna stop and they fucking stop don't stop keep going okay keep fucking trying especially now when what else you don't have anything to lose and there's a hunger for good decent fun local content there's a lot of garbage on like instagram and stuff like that move come on move on to youtube it's better over here now one very important thing that people can see as a barrier is equipment you know what i mean it could be like a camera a microphone all that sort of thing what do you do about equipment well let me tell you guys a little bit about what i use okay i honestly tried to set up the cheapest possible podcast setup this microphone was 100 now again when i say cheap i'm talking relative the prices i'm going to give you guys are in dollars I bought these from the States. Most of my equipment I was able to order from the US. So paying with dollars. So I know that converted to Lebanese pounds, a lot of this stuff is unaffordable to a lot of people. I know. But again, relatively, this stuff is honestly as cheap as it gets. This microphone was $130. This is a USB microphone. Most podcasters use like a sure podcasting microphone that's like $400. This is $130, guys. I'm podcasting with one of the cheapest options out there. You can get a Blue Yeti microphone. There's a lot of options in that price range of this literally plug and play. You plug this into your laptop and it start and it starts recording. It gives you what I think a pretty decent quality audio for the price and it's accessible you know what i mean you don't have to spend 400 on a microphone and then like some another 200 on a thing to just plug that microphone in 130 usb microphone you can find cheaper stuff you can find stuff used you know what i mean get creative this microphone stand 13 on amazon 13 stand i got the cheapest fucking stand i could get okay i mean one that did the trick and like be careful though like my microphone is light enough so that this stand works perfectly. Uh, but again, you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on equipment. I have a $70 ring light. Uh, my camera, obviously my camera. This is a camera that I bought in 2014. I've owned this camera for like seven years. This came out in 2012. It is the Canon EOS M. It was their first digital mirrorless camera, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and it has horrible autofocus for example so like i wouldn't recommend this if you're if you're into like shooting vlogs and stuff like that but i mean this is an old fucking camera that you can buy now probably with a lens and everything for like 200 dollars used maybe 250 dollars but and it looks pretty decent like i'm literally using a nine-year-old camera and one that i bought seven years ago i took this to comic-con 2014 new york comic-con i remember i fucking i love this camera it's been by my side for a while i'm buying a new one now i'm upgrading slightly to a better camera but um like again you don't have to break the bank on equipment just you can even use your this is gonna sound cliche but you can use your cell phones man cell phones have fucking amazing cameras especially if you have like an iphone those have pretty fucking decent cameras you can shoot some really solid video with that don't let equipment be a barrier and don't think you need to spend huge amounts of money to get equipment because it is not necessary but please if any of you are on the fence or want to get on youtube and are hesitant don't be just fucking try it and look it's gonna take time it's not like i started making money right away I've, my my podcast has been running for almost four months it took like three months for my podcast to like you need to ha have a thousand subscribers or four thousand hours of watch time for you to to, to uh, qualify to um you know to monetize I qualified for both. I got both of those pretty quickly, thankfully, relatively. But then it took like about another month for YouTube to approve me to get monetized. So all in all, like it took about two and a half months for me to even hit the threshold that I needed to uh, to be able to monetize. It might take some people less time. 
if you manage to like put out some amazing videos that go viral and shit that's fucking awesome it might take other people way longer it might take you a year to monetize the trick is to just keep going now luckily how did why is my podcast successful i have no idea honestly you know what i mean i think it's a combination of good branding I've been around the block before. I've made videos on a channel called Iron Hayoka. You know, we, I was on a bunch of shows there. So I maybe kind of developed a little bit of notoriety. I made a couple of videos on Instagram that kind of went semi-viral. So maybe that all helped. But like, I, n I didn't have a massive Instagram following when I started this podcast. I had like 2,600 followers. It's doubled now, but like at the time, it wasn't that huge. You know what I mean? You could do it. You, could, you guys can fucking do it, man. What you definitely need, I think the biggest obstacle for people is you, you are going to need like some kind of foreign bank account for YouTube to be able to send the money to. So if you have any relatives, any friends that live abroad, ask them to hook your fucking YouTube account to their bank account and use that. Like that is the only obstacle you have to get around, I think. And then they'll, they'll have to find a way to like send you the money. You can figure that out. Okay. But... If you want to, if you've been wanting to do this, stop thinking about it. Stop postponing. Fucking get into it. Is Matthew Perry a creep and is Ben Affleck desperate as hell? Let's talk about it. So a few days ago, uh, word got out. Like two young ladies uh, put out like TikToks mentioning how they matched. One of them who's 29 years old matched with Ben Affleck and another girl aged 19 matched with Matthew Perry, who's like 51 years old. Um, on this dating app called Raya. Apparently, it's this exclusive dating app for celebrities and influencers and stuff like that. So uh, the girls basically put out TikToks, like making fun of the whole situation. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I, I matched with Matthew Perry, etc. I don't really care. Uh, they video chatted with them a little bit. Like the 19-year-old the video chatted with Matthew Perry. They played 20 questions, etc. It, it didn't get sexual or, or anything like that, apparently. The other girl, I think she's 29, uh, just, I guess, unmatched Ben Affleck because she thought it wasn't the real Ben Affleck. Then he sent her a video on Instagram literally being like, hey, why'd you unmatch me? It's me. Where's that one? Here it is. Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. So clearly Ben Affleck is being like desperate as hell. Like, hey, why'd you unmatch me? It's actually me. But I mean, so they leaked this stuff. I, look, I honestly don't think the Ben Affleck thing isn't creepy. She's 29 years old. He's like in his 40s. He just kind of comes off as desperate, like sending her like an Instagram video. Like, hey, why'd you? It's me. Like, all right, chill out, bro. You're fucking Ben Affleck. Like, you don't need to. But I mean, hey, I mean, she is attractive. I guess he must have really fell for her. Again, I don't care. None of my business. Okay. So the fact that she even leaked that, I think, is like unfair to, to Ben. Like, okay, sure. It's a little desperate, but like, who cares? And you should, this is it's a private video. You don't really, you shouldn't really share it. So in my opinion, Ben Affleck, uh, completely acquitted. You've done nothing wrong, sir. Now, in the case of Matthew Perry, he's being accused a little bit more harshly and being judged a little bit more harshly because uh, he was, he's 51 and he was flirting with a 19-year-old. Now, look, what do I think? That, that's what most people want to talk about is the age difference. And what do I think about the age difference? Look, man, I, people are calling him creepy. Listen, they're two consenting adults. As far as like I'm concerned, the the girl who's 19 knew what she was doing. If this dating app is anything like Tinder or like any other dating app, you can kind of pick an age range. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know if that app has that, but like all the other dating apps do have an age range. So maybe she already maybe if she picked the age range to go up to like people in their 50s, then she shouldn't be surprised if she matched with someone who's 50 years old. 
Um, even if she didn't have the age range up to there, I mean, I'm sure she must have had some kind of choice to match or not match with Matthew Perry. And she chose to match with him. So to just do that and then like release the video, you, you can think that age difference is too, too wide. You can think it's creepy. Fine. But I personally, I'm not going to judge the guy because again, I, look, I'm 30. I don't know how I'm going to be when I, I hope when I'm 51, I'll, I'll be honest. I hope when I'm 51, I'm not going after 19 year olds. I think that would be a little bit weird, not creepy, but like just weird. A like, why, why would I want to be with a 19 year old when I'm 50? Like in just in terms of like conversation wise, there's really such a disconnect in terms of just life experience. But again, I'm not here to judge the guy. In my opinion, they're two consenting adults. If she's cool with dating a 50-year-old, cool. If he wants to date a 19-year-old, hey, more power to you. I'm kind of uncomfortable talking about this. Every person has their personal preferences. As long as everything is fucking legal. I don't know, would I have done it? And if I'm Matthew Perry, hey, if I'm a celebrity, I would probably not use this kind of dating app. Now, apparently the girl who was talking to Matthew Perry and who leaked the video got kicked off of the app because they value privacy and stuff like that. So at least that's good to know. But like, if you're a celebrity, I mean, I, I didn't know celebrities had to resort to dating apps. Honestly, I thought uh, it was much easier for them. I don't know. I'm very curious. Ladies, ladies in the comments, please let me know. What do you think? Do you think it's creepy for a 51 year old man to flirt with a 19 year old I understand why it makes people uncomfortable and I understand why it would make other people be like, hey, whatever. I mean, they're two consenting adults. My personal opinion has nothing to do with it. Again, as long as it's legal, as long as it's consensual, as long as everyone's happy, I think it should be fine. You know what I mean? And I, I don't think the girl should have leaked it because she consented to matching with Matthew Perry. So to just try to make him look like a creep, I think is unfair to the guy. I feel like Joseph Shada, holy, holy fuck. هل يجوز انه بنت عمرها 17 ترتبط بشاب هو باول العشرينات؟ But he was he was talking about like 17 year olds. Is it okay for a 17 year old to date a 20 year old? And I was like, no, that's kind of creepy. But like a 19 year old is only two years older than a 17 year old. So a 19 year old with a 51 year old. Like how much more, like, yeah, okay, you can mature a lot in two years and there is a big difference between being 17 and 19. But like, is there? Like how much of it, and I'm not saying that to excuse people going for younger people. Please do not interpret it that way. Holy fuck. Absolutely not. But from 17 to 19, so a 19 year old with a 51, like, look, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. It's a bit much. It's, it's a, it is a bit it's a larger age difference than I think I would be comfortable with. Yeah. Not illegal. Consensual. But, uh... One of the funniest, the absolute funniest pages on Instagram is Libanese Niche. Uh, let me see. I think it was created by uh, Vanna Terzian and Philippe Philippe Mata. I mean, the, the account is following four people. Two, two of them are Haifa with and Maya Diab. So I'm guessing it's Vanna and Philippe. Uh, look, this page is fucking hilarious, man. They put together these like collages of uh, like the most typical Lebanese stuff. And they just put a bunch of like, I'm just going to let's randomly pick out a few. Let's look at some of the most recent ones like Uzek. Okay, Uzek is a university in Kaslik. So literally like Sibel, Isme Sibel, Stradivarius, yeah, which is a clothing shop. And I'm using this accent because when you think Kaslik, you think Uzek, you think, you know, the slightly more Lebanese, like BMW, 
you know, Shara Belfair, you know, Shawarma, Anna Rally Piper, the Armani belt, the neon pink fingernails. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I've never been to Uzek, so I don't know the Joe over there. But like, this paints a pretty hilarious picture. Awal Irbeni Elio. Okay. Awal Irbeni. Yeah, you got the cake. God bless Anthony. Of the phone. The phone. So this phone is like in every meme, even when it doesn't relate, which is fucking hilarious. I love that they have this phone everywhere. Uh, obviously, you have the cake. Fait au nom du père. Fait au nom du père, ya Elio. This is fucking great, bro. Malayit Fostan Asar Josian Telepso Halkinise. The balloons, the souvenir. Bro, this is fucking gold. These people are fucking hilarious. Lebanese mashkal. Lebanese mashkal. We got people on the balconies. Bonia, Dequene, Only God Can Judge Me Tattoo. Amporio Armani T-shirt. عندك الموبيلات. Dude, this is so good. تعرف أنا مين؟ بدي تمسح فيك الأرض. يلعن أبوك. عنده يا broken car. الكل تتمسح فيها الدم. Bro, this is so funny. Okay, Cynthia. جوزي حدا معه مصاري رايح بالك follow me on my insta page عم بيع صابون hand made bro bro I know me some Cynthia's like that oh I believe y'all better believe that she's got the car Cynthia نسمي Cynthia Lina's Paris there's a nutrition bill Uzek so Cynthia goes to Uzek makes sense Tantit Ashrafie Noura Bakery Stella ma chérie non charchour يعمي il est où le monsieur du delivery oh fuck dude Café Najjar, la Bessée Ashrafiye, yep, yep, la Midoré, you got them chairs, the little dog, Franza, the glasses, bro, if you guys are not following these guys, seriously, that is the most worthwhile and most like creative page right now on Instagram, I gotta say. Lebanese Valentine, ya Allah baby, hayete inta, dip and dip, chocolate crepe, il fer, durex, il axe body spray, il aikos. Oh, the red fucking teddy bears. Dude, they're so on point. They're so on point. Again, you got the phone. original pajama. The the stupid fucking little accessories and gadgets. Colette, Oh my god, dude. sympathique, nouveau Oh my dude, they're so on point. They're so on point. Bro, these guys are my heroes. So I'm obviously not going to go through all of these, but check out the page. They're hilarious. Uh, if you're listening to the audio only version of this podcast, like I didn't do these justice at all. You have to see the pictures that they're putting on here. They're super accurate. These are really, really funny collages. Uh, very funny, very funny memes. Uh, yeah, check them out. Over the past week, I watched two uh, new series. I watched an animated series called Invincible on Amazon Prime, and I watched the superhero series Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. I'm going to give you guys a quick review of both, starting with um, Invincible. Invincible is an eight-episode series on Amazon. It was cre- It's based on a comic book created by Robert Kirkman, who created The Walking Dead, which then turned into an uber-successful television series. Uh, the series was co-created by Ryan Otley and Corey Walker. Um, it's eight episodes. It stars Stephen Yun uh, as uh, as Mark Grayson slash Invincible, Sandra Oh as his mom, and J.K. Simmons as his dad slash Omni Man, like one of the greatest superheroes in that universe. I I love the series. I got to be honest with you. It's violent. The episodes are like forty five minutes long to like fifty minutes, so it's like a meaty animated series. Um, the action is brutal. The story is incredibly interesting. I loved Omni-Man as a character. Such an enthralling and interesting character. I loved 
Steven Yeun as um, as Invincible. I loved his relationship with with his dad. I'm not going to spoil anything. Incredibly good, fun series. I can't wait to see where it goes next. I can't wait to see season two. Super fun, great lore. Um, I love it when when writers can create these very like almost everything you can think of has been done in superhero comics at least. So it's always nice to see these fresh takes that. You know, take these stories that we know so well and that like these, these cliches and kind of turn them on their heads. So uh, very fun. Reminded me of The Boys a lot. And it's no coincidence that this is also produced by uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who also produced The Boys. So very fun series. Highly, highly recommended if you're into superhero stuff, if you're into animated stuff, if you're into violent stuff. It's a great story to get invested in. Like I don't watch a lot of animated stuff, but when this felt like a live action series... Like I, I was as enthralled in this as I would have been in any live action series. So highly recommended. On the other end of the spectrum, on Netflix, Jupiter's Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy uh, is based on a comic book created by Mark Millar. Now Mark Millar wrote, I think, the Civil War comics. He wrote the story for Civil War. He's like he's written a lot of very popular comics for both DC and Marvel. For DC, he wrote, I think, like Superman, Red Sun. He's done a lot of interesting stuff. He has a comic called Nemesis, which is incredibly interesting. It's like this, what if Batman was evil kind of thing. It's not Batman. It's with this other character, I think called Nemesis. I really like Mark Millar. This series was kind of shit. I don't know how the comics are, but this series felt cheap. And look, I know a lot of you guys saw it because it was number one on Netflix, the Netflix top 10. So let me know what you guys thought about it in the comments if you've seen it. I saw the whole thing just because I was intrigued by one thing, which is like, how did these people get their powers? And it's this, you find out through flashbacks and they kind of string it along throughout the season. It just looked and felt cheap, starting with the fake beard that Josh Dumel was wearing. And like the costumes are stupid looking. And like there's a part where they're fighting this guy who kind of looks like Thanos, but it looks so, so cheap and so stupid. It felt like watching shitty Power Rangers stuff. I'm like, God damn, this is stupid. Like, why the fuck am I even watching this? Like, the characters are mostly annoying. A lot of the acting is bad. Some of the acting is good. Like, Josh Dumel was surprisingly really good. And the guy who plays his brother. Who plays his brother? Uh, ben Daniels, who plays Brainwave. Ugh. And, like, the story was somewhat interesting. You know, it's like this old generation of heroes who are like obsessed with like, you can't kill anyone. You have to live by the code, but their kids like want to murder a bunch of people. Cause like the new world is complicated and you kind of have to kill and shit like that. But like, it's just, it's all been done before and it's been done better by other stuff. So like it does, this does nothing new. It looks stupid. It looks cheap. The costumes look dumb as hell. Like I watched the whole thing, but like, I, I couldn't recommend this. I really couldn't recommend this. So let me know what you guys thought about it. I'm curious, but it's pretty fucking stupid. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 18. Jesus Christ, episode 18 of Do Not Worry. As usual, thank you so much for liking, for commenting, for engaging with this video. I promise you it is making a world of difference. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the constant support. Do not forget to subscribe to the channel. Become a Do Not Warrior. Get prepared for the new podcast that's coming in a little over a month and a half. But it's coming, folks. I promise. And it's going to be worth the wait. Take care, motherfuckers. Do not worry.